Do you ever feel burned out with your work or that your passions and interests aren't in alignment with your personal or professional goals? My name is Jake Sudnick, and on Finding Self with Jake, I'll share advice that's helped improve my life and the stories of others who have created the life that they want. In doing so, my goal is to help you live a life that aligns with the things that you want. Hello. So today, I've got a, a special episode based around a quote, and it's one of my favorite quotes. I, I actually keep it on my desk at work, right in front of me. It's one I like to read every single day because it kind of reminds me of my purpose or what I feel is my purpose in life. And it's very, it's a very good grounding quote for me. So let's get right into it today. And I'll share with you this quote, and then I want to share some thoughts specifically centered around it. So this, uh, this particular quote came from an interview with the Dalai Lama. <clears throat> so the Dalai Lama, when asked, what surprised him most about humanity, answered, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money, then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health, and then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present, the result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives if he is never going to die, and then dies never really lived, and dies having never really lived. Wow, that, <laughs> it still gets me every single time I read it. And I think that there's so much value and so many important little messages tucked away in this one idea that I actually want to take an entire episode today to break down these thoughts, share with you some personal stories on how this, this quote has actually affected my life personally. And when I heard it, it actually was one of the sparks for change for me where I realized the way that I was living needed to be reevaluated. So we'll, let's start right from the top. At the very first line, he says that the thing he's most surprised about humanity is, is man. So I think the idea there is the surprise, the surprise that the Dalai Lama is feeling is what is how we act in society, our priorities in life. So think about your priorities. This is where I thought about mine. To have this immediate like reaction where our priorities are so out of whack because we have all of these things that we force ourselves and push ourselves to go through in life, but are they fulfilling? So for me, I, I had a lot of time to kind of sit with my thoughts as uh, <laughs> as I think a lot of a lot of folks did some some more than others and uh, and I, I mean over the past couple of years during the pandemic now there's a lot of people that didn't get that time and were forced to push themselves past breaking points and have done extreme amounts of you know very hard work and have had to to uh, push themselves through things that others have not. And that's a, a completely different journey, journey. But I believe that this information still applies wherever you are at on that journey. So the first part, sacrificing health in order to make money. 
this was super, super real for me. I've talked endlessly on here about my battles with anxiety and depression and how that has been um, brought into my work life and personal life. And one of the things that I found when I was putting in absolute extreme hours, so, you know, an extreme day looked for me like I'd be working from 5.30 in the morning and my schedule was filled all the way till 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And this was a very regular occurrence where I would just be, you know, nothing but work and I spent a lot of time when I did get off time worrying about my work, which was another problem unrelated to, to what we're talking about here, but the worrying also created issues there as well. So for years of my life, I really was so fixated on this singular you know, project, which was my job, that I, I didn't really do much else. I mean, there were activities that I was at, but a lot of times I wasn't really present in those activities either because I was thinking about the things I should be doing or had to do or would be doing and struggled to ever be very present in my own life. And that, that was a, a reality for me. And there was only a few times you know, throughout the years where I really was able to get present with what I was doing. And I had a hard time separating and having time to myself ever. It, it still is something that I, I have a uh, challenge with, is separating personal time and feeling that the time I'm taking for myself is being used well and is not being... You know, they're trying to get rid of that underlying anxiety of am I always working is tricky. And it's it's been it's funny because it's been a couple of years at this point since I was at that level of, you know, really, really pushing for high performance. And it, it still has an echo in, in your life. You know, there's something about it that and maybe that'll eventually fade away from me a little bit more. But there, that echo is still there. And I remember it very, very clearly. Um, so it, back to the point, how, how you sacrifice your health in order to make money. It's exactly what I was doing. Not just the health of myself. You know, it, there, there was the working really hard and not taking care of myself. There was the, you know, indulging in probably drinking a little bit too much or eating too much because it eased my anxiousness. Not to mention, I think one of the most important types of health is your social health. How are you, how are you maintaining your social functions? And I wasn't. I, I, not only did I not maintain social functions, I, I abandoned social functions. So I let my own personal relationships with friends, most of my family... Um, even on my significant other at the time, fade fade away because I wasn't putting it as a priority in my life. And I prioritized making money over all of the other things in my life. And it doesn't feel really good to say that. Um, you know, at the time, I, I, I championed the idea and I thought that it made a lot of sense. And I was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. I'm doing this because it's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for everybody. But the part where it got good for everybody else, it that that part I never got to. And maybe maybe I wasn't far enough along on that journey for it to happen yet, but
but where I was, I, I couldn't push myself away any further. So I, I had to make a change. And, you know, that first part of that quote really, really hits me hard when I look at it, because I think that that definitely was a problem. And I, I caution anybody who's taking that path. It doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do necessarily. Making money isn't a bad thing. And if you want to make a lot of money, that's not a bad thing either. When you're putting in extreme amounts of time, though, I, th I think it's very important to be conscientious of the fact that your earnings do come at a cost. And if you're putting, you know, everything that you have into, you know, wanting to make a lot of money, there will be costs associated with it. So it's important to figure out what those are and make sure it's a sacrifice that you're willing to make for that trade-off. Um, that may not be the exact story for everybody, but it was the story for me, and I've, I've heard the same thought many times. In fact, I've talked to some people that were very successful and very wealthy, and one of the things that, as an idea that was brought up that I kind of shrugged off at the time was that the idea of what are you willing to sacrifice to make this happen? Because there are going to be sacrifices that have to happen, and is that something that you want to sign up for? Because that's not for everybody. At me being in my mid twenties, took that as a challenge and said, "Oh, oh, great, yeah, not for everybody. I can do it then. Perfect. That's that means it's just for me. If it's not for everybody, and went after it even harder. But in retrospect, if I if I had actually valued my priorities a little bit more, I think I may have made some different decisions. I don't regret any of the decisions I've made. Life moves forward, and and I'm working now to to create more of a life that is more fitting to the things I do want. So let's move on to the next part of this. Sacrificing the money that you made to recuperate your health. <laughs> this can happen in a lot of different ways too, right? So once you're once you've realized and you've had this this point where you're at a at a point where you're struggling and you you feel whether it's your physical, mental or uh, societal health that is depleted, using that money to try and get it back. How crazy is that? It's something that if you would have maintained the whole time, that wouldn't have been an issue. But now since we've neglected thing, the, the first part, we're going to have to find a way to use what we do have to get back. So this could be, this could happen in a lot of different ways. I know one of the things that I would spend on to try and regain health was that I, I, you know, buying things for people because it was the easiest way for me to try and make friends back because I'm like, I don't really know what to do. So, uh, you know, paying for people's food or like things like that, you know, trying to create gestures that would essentially show your friends that you care about them as opposed to having the conversations and, and being genuine and honest with people. It was easier to just be like, okay, well, I've, I did this gesture for you so you know that I care and spending money and that's great and all and it's not a bad thing but again is it just a band-aid for a symptom very possibly there's a lot of other ways to spend money to try and recuperate your health um, going and having to I remember having to sign up and I was doing like monthly massages at the point where I was working a lot because it I, I was in so much physical pain I was so tense all of the time that I needed like something to help 
with that pain. And that was a, a way that I was spending money to try and alleviate that or buying things for yourself to feel better. You know, are you spend are you buying a bunch of things to help calm the the fact that you made money? So now you're like, oh, these are little rewards along the way. But are they things that you really wanted or needed? It's it's tough to answer that. So now you've taken all this time, you've degraded your health, and now you're trying to buy it back with the thing that, that caused the problem in the first place, right? So it's just, it just seems so odd to me that, that that's the path that so many choose to follow, that we want to buy back health after we've realized what we took away from ourselves. And whatever that thing is, whatever that thing is, if you're devoting a lot of time to it, that's taking away for your life and trying to get it back, it's a, it can be a nasty cycle. And the other side of that too, because right now this episode is talking about how, you know, spending a lot of time to earn money can have an effect on your life. Spending a lot of time on anything can have a huge effect on your life. Time is not just arguably, time is our most valuable resources, people. And one of the things that I did learn when I was, you know, training and working with all these really high producing people and, you know, wealthy people that I was learning from, time is truly the biggest value that you have. Now, the way that we perceive that could be different in the business world to your personal life, but the message is still the same. So how are you spending the time that you have? And if you're saying that I want to make a lot of money and I need to be very efficient and I need to spend time efficiently because if I don't, then it takes away from these other things that are priorities for me as well. I get that. That makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely. You got to follow through with it. And the same thing applies to anybody. If you find days are passing by and you're not doing much more than, you know, a little bit of work here and there and scrolling on your phone and watching TV and the world's just happening without you, time doesn't stop. So you, you've got to decide if you're going to take part or not. And you, you, have to, you have to be active. You have to continuously push yourself to go. So that's, I guess, a little bit of a sidebar uh, of sacrificing money to recuperate health. This, I think this is the part that gets me the most because me being an anxious person, I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes, this is me. This is me again. How is this whole thing about me? <laughs> Isn't that a funny thought too? <laughs> but it, I think it does apply to so many, especially here in the, the way that we live. Um, and then he is so anxious about the future, he doesn't enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. I'm going to read that one more time. And he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present, the result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die and then dies never, and then dies having never really lived. Whew, it's heavy. The ending of this is very heavy, but I think it's one of the most important parts of this entire little quote is that you can be so anxious thinking about the future, especially when you're, you've got a lot to worry about, right? We all have responsibilities and things that we have that can be a concern to us. 
for me, I think the concern that I felt was this responsibility of taking care of everybody, how I would be perceived. Um, it changed over the years because at the beginning, the, the concern was, oh my gosh, I have to find a way to make money if I'm going to eat and support myself and have a place to live and all this other stuff. And that's a valid concern, right? You have to take care of your shelter and your base needs first. You have the traditional hierarchy of needs. Those have to be covered in order to move on to the other things. That being said, those are fundamental and very important. They are the base of that need hierarchy. But that doesn't mean that other needs being neglected can't be painful and can't be hurtful and can't be just as devastating or potentially bring you back down to a level where it becomes harder to care for your base needs again because you haven't cared for your higher needs. That's a, that's a slippery slope that I think that we have to look out for too. And I can do a whole nother show on the um, need hierarchy. I, that I'm, I realize now that might be something that everyone is not as familiar with and the base needs being your food, shelter, um, I apologize, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember all of them, but then you have higher level needs that are going to be more social and uh, relationship-based, but very important still. Either way, what we're talking about here is this anxiety about the future and then not being able to enjoy the moment that you're living. And I said it earlier when I was talking to you about, about my anxiety around work that a lot of the times I wasn't actually present at the functions I did attend or the things I was attending. I wasn't able to retain information with people. I was just thinking about what I would be doing next. And that's a tough way to live. You, you don't get a lot of fulfillment about of never being able to actually participate in the things that you're, you're doing. That's, that's a crazy thing. So hearing the last part of this. Now, the, the good part is if you're listening to me talk today or you're reading this quote, if you having lived, if you're never going to die and then dying, never having never really lived. If you're still here, the last part doesn't apply to you yet, which means you have time to work on the rest. You have time to reprioritize. Where you're at doesn't mean that's where you have to be. Where you're at doesn't mean that's where you have to be. And you have the ability to change. So you don't have to, this isn't a prophecy. You don't have to see, you see it through to the end. There is an ability to read these words that we're talking about today, to listen to these thoughts, and to make an active change in what you're doing. You can do that. You have the control, the ability, the power to Put your life on a course that you want it to be. It requires action, it requires effort, and it requires a lot of thought around what it is that you actually want. Because acting without thought is going to continuously lead you to the wrong outcome. In, in fact, it, it it's almost guaranteed it'll lead you to the wrong, wrong outcome. You may be very lucky and happen to, to stumble into the right place, or you may be a, a type of person that has a much clearer understanding of what they want. The other, the other thing about that, which it, it does come with a cost as, as everything, those that understand exactly what they want may, be, may struggle more with realizing an idealized version of that thing. 
so being accepting of what life offers you and showing a lot of gratitude are ways that we can counteract and be present in our life currently. So these are just some ideas and thoughts around what I think is really my favorite quote. And I hope by sharing it to you that it might become something that you read to yourself every once in a while as well to keep a little bit more grounded in life, be a little bit more present. And I think most importantly, make sure that you're keeping priority on the things that really matter to you. And if you haven't defined those, take the time to do so because as, as far as we know, you know, there's, <laughs> I, I usually don't get too spiritual or anything on here, but we don't know what's, what's after this. You know, there's a lot of faith that people have and everyone has their own idea of what is next or if there is something next. But what we, what, one thing we do know for sure is that life is very finite and time is a valuable resource. So using it wisely and making sure that we use it purposefully can be incredibly important. So that's the lecture for today. That's the lecture for today. I'm so happy I got to share this with you because, again, it's one of my favorite things. So thanks for listening. Uh, follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Finding Self with Jake. Talk to you soon.